Ngayon pong umagang ito, we've been blessed also yesterday by uh, Pastor Ruel uh, in her sermon. And he spoke about uh, the Lord, Jesus being the Lord, the Messiah, and a Savior. And I think I like the first slide where Pastor Ruel gave us the link between the manger and the cross. And I hope we always see the connection uh, between Christmas time and uh, Good Friday. Because without us seeing the connection, and I think David Mathis is correct, we will fail to see uh, the gospel and who Jesus is. And so with those things, we will study and reflect the Word of God today. Um, still a Christmas message, but I hope uh, this Christmas message for the last Sunday of the year will be a timeless message for all of us. And we will be reading from the gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 4, verses 12 to 17. I'll be reading from the English Standard Version. So in whatever translations that you have, please do read with me. If you're at home, read whatever version that you have. But for those of you who are here, may I request you to please stand as reverence to the Word of God. And we will be reading from Matthew chapter 4, verses 12 to 17. Now when he heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew into Galilee And leaving Nazareth, he went and lived in Capernaum by the sea in the territory of Zebulun and Naphtali, so that what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled. The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people dwelling in darkness have seen a great light. And for those dwelling in the region, a shadow of death on them, a light has dawned. From the time Jesus began to preach, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. May the Lord be worshipped and praised by the reading of his word. Let us pray. Father, we thank you that you are with us. You are our Emmanuel. And indeed, Lord God, we pray that you will give us light and that we may be able to understand your word. Lord, indeed, the light has dawned on us. And Father, today, may we understand your word and, Lord, apply them in our very lives. Thank you, Father, for today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Let's all be seated. Our message for today is based from a traditional hymn, and I've entitled this sermon, O Come All Ye Faithless, Joyless, and defeated. I think you've seen that message from our Facebook. Uh, a little bit of parody from the traditional hymn, O Come All Ye Faithful, Joyful, and Triumphant. Well, I will admit that this is not original of me. I saw this tweet uh, from Sam Albury last December 7, and I said, I think that is true. I think that is what Christmas is all about. Christmas is not just for the faithful, for the joyful and triumphant. In fact, Christmas is actually for the faithless, the joyless, and for the defeated. And this is the tweet of Sam Albury I'll be sharing with you on the screen. Come all ye faithless, joyless, and defeated. Christmas is for the weary, for the messed up, and for the broken. If your life is an Instagrammable, as you know, you post something very nice on Instagram or on Facebook. If your life isn't like that, Christmas is for you. I know that 
our life isn't Instagrammable. Because we post something good in Instagram. We will even, you know, and I will admit this, I'm guilty of this. You know, you know that I bake. Um, I will always post the best angle, of course, of the things that I baked. Otherwise, you would say, bake, bake, pang pangit, pangit naman. Of course, you will post something good. Magpapost ka na nga lang, papakita mo ba na hirap na hirap ka? Na... So, siguro next time, sa mga friends natin sa Pilipinas, magpapost kami nito yung naghirap na hirap kami sa paglalaba, pamamalansya, hawak kami mga bata. Siguro, that is something. And show them that life isn't Instagrammable. But if your life is messed up and you're broken, Christmas is for you. Do you agree? And... That is what we're going to discuss today. What if I am lonely? What if I'm miserable and broke? What if my song is not joy to the world, but Pasko na sinta ko? Hanap, hanap kita. What if I lost my loved one last year or this year and I terribly miss them? How about my Christmas? What if I'm debt-ridden? Lubog sa utang. O maraming nangungutang sa inyo. Sana all. What if I'm certain about my future? What if I have mountains of problem? Will Christmas be for me? Is this coming king, this Christmas still good for me? And then we have read this verse that we have just read. In Matthew chapter 4. Let me just give you a, a background on this chapter. Now, when you, we have read Matthew chapter 4, it's actually the start of the ministry of Jesus from Galilee. And according to Strabo, uh, an ancient geographer and historian, he said that many nationalities lived also in Galilee. We've read it from the verse uh, uh, Galilee uh, uh, of the Gentiles. We've read that because according to Strabo, many nationalities lived in that area. Many Phoenicians, Egyptians, Arabians uh, lived in that area, including the Greeks. And historical books describe and characterize Galilee uh, as mainly populated by the Gentiles. And I think it's not a coincidence that the start of the ministry of Jesus starts from that place. Because that is, for me, symbolic of his intention to save the world. He is not just for Israel. He is for the world. And Matthew applied this event as the fulfillment of Isaiah chapter 9. And he quoted that when we read that in this verse. That the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of Gentiles, the people... Dwelling, play, dwelling in darkness have seen a great light. And for those dwelling in the region and a shadow of death on them, a light has dawned. This was taken from the uh, prophecy of the prophet Isaiah. And so Matthew applied that to the coming of the king. And so Charles uh, Quarles, an NKJV commentate, com- commentary writer, he said that the mighty God, David, David's throne, um, wants to liberate God's people. And he wanted to liberate them from spiritual slavery and bring peace and joy to the world. 
That's what he said. And so therefore, Matthew chapter 4 is the fulfillment of Isaiah chapter 9. And so that is great news. That is Christmas because God wanted to liberate his people from slavery. He wanted to free them and bring them peace and give them joy. At saan siya nanggaling? Hindi lang sa Israel. Nanggaling siya sa Galilee. It's not just Israelites who were oppressed that time, as you may probably appreciate in your world history. It's not just Israelites who were oppressed. There are so many nationalities oppressed at that time. Hindi lang silang nangangailangan ng Diyos. Hindi lang mga Israelita ang nangangailangan ng Diyos. Maging ang mga Egyptian, Phoenicians, and the Greeks, and all other nationalities living in that area. Jesus is for them. And Jesus and Christmas and the coming of the King is for them. And I think Charles Quarles is correct by saying that Jesus wanted to liberate His people wherever they are, whoever they are. So you see here, Jesus is telling them, I am the Savior of the world. I am coming. So it, it is indeed a good news. Ang Pasko ay isang magandang balita sa ating lahat. Sapagat ito ang panahon na dumating ang ating Mesias, ang ating tagapagliktas. But the problem is, is Christmas for like you and me? Faithless, joyless. Kayo ba ay joyless? What made you happy this week? Anong nagpakilig sa inyo ngayong linggo? Meron ba? O wala? Ano nagpapatibok ng puso sa ng puso ninyo ngayong linggo? O nagpatibok ng puso sa ninyo ngayong linggo? Maliban sa kape. Sabi, ang nagpapalpitate lang sa akin, kape na lang. Is Christmas for you? For you who are faithless, joyless, and defeated? Is Christmas for you? But the problem is this. We always have misconstrued understanding of what Christmas is all about. We know already that Christmas isn't December 25. Alam na natin yon. And obviously, what we're doing right now is just a commemoration of the birth of Jesus Christ. Christmas was wrapped and warped into commercialism. Well, it's nice to gather. Nakita ko ang inyong mga post. Sana all, ang social ng mga lamesa ninyo, ang social na mga kinain ninyo, kami po nag-celebrate din ng Christmas sa park. So, traditionally, of course, we would be at home, but this time, we went to the park, and so my youngest son told me, why did we celebrate Christmas here? Because probably he's expecting that we will have, you know, a good spread of whatever, ang dala-dala namin ay pandesal, um, isda. Of course, hindi kami pwede magdala ng mga mapapanis, kung mga simple lang yung dala namin. Sabi niya, why are we celebrating Christmas? Siguro na mukha kaming homeless sa park. Kasi may tent lang kami. Nag-pitch kami ng tent. And uh, sabi ko, sa isip ko, dapat pala sinagot ko kay Ifa na nakikiisa tayo sa ating mga kababayan. Kaya dito muna tayo sa park. Homeless tayo sa park. But of course, I'm saying that because sometimes we, we misconstrue Christmas. Na pag wala kang pera, wala kang keso de bola, wala kang Social na manok, hamon, lechon, parang walang Pasko. If that's how we think na nakakaawa yung Pasko mo pag, pag natulog ka na lang, parang nalulungkot ka, mayroon, nalulungkot, Christmas, maraman lang kami mahanda, okay lang. 
ba't ka, na, ba't ka nalulungkot na wala kang handa ng Pasko? Eh, from January 1 naman to December 23, wala ka rin naman talagang inuulam, di ba? So what's the difference? It's okay. Sanay ka na dapat eh. Tapos nag-iinarte ka pag 24. Huwag kayong mga ambisyosa. From December, January 1 nga to 23, wala rin tayong makain. What's the difference? It's okay. Tuloy pa rin ang Pasko. Kasabihin mo lang sa sarili mo, it's okay, just like yesterday. Because that's not the meaning of Christmas. Wala kayong may regalo, wala kayong nairigalo sa akin, it's okay. Meron pa rin naman next year. No, because that is not what Christmas is all about. Mga inaanak, hindi kayo narigaluhan ng inyong mga ninong at ninang. Ang ninong hindi pang Pasko. So kung hindi ko kayo naregaluhan ngayong Pasko, alam nyo na. Meron akong dinedicate. Si uh, Julia dinedicate ko last December. I always remind this to the Ninong and Ninangs. You're not for Christmas. And for those of your parents who get Ninong and Ninang, your Ninong and Ninang are not for Christmas. So stop pestering them every Christmas. Some other days perhaps. But not Christmas. Huwag nyo nang dagdagan. Wala na nga silang 13 month, dinadagdagan nyo pa misconstrued meaning of Christmas. Ang daming ganyan. Kay mga inaan ako, Merry Christmas. I love you. I will give you the best gift, my love and my prayers. That's all. <laughs> Hinahunting siguro nila ako ngayon. Nasa park ako, nagtago ako eh. That's misconstrued meaning. Because sometimes it leads us to, to depression, nalulungkot katuloy. Wala kang love ngayong Pasko. And so, it's okay. Masanay ka na, sabi ko nga. So, if you don't have a lavish party, now we're very sad. Before, pag Christmas, we have one big care group party. You know, everybody will bring, we're so... Now, lima-lima. Mamimili ka pa, may tatablahin ka pa. Kasi wali yung kaibigan mo, tatablahin mo yung tatlo. Worse if you're six. Because definitely you will say to the one person, I am sorry, friend. You're out. You're the missing, you're the weakest link. Goodbye. But that is not what Christmas is all about. Christmas is for people like us who are faithless, joyless, and defeated. So if you're the sixth person na tinabla ngayong Pasko, Christmas is for you. Kung wala kang pera ngayong Pasko, wala kayong Christmas bonus, Christmas is for you. It's not for the people who have lavish parties. Thank you na, thank God for that. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's bad. It's, it's beautiful and it's a nice tradition that we gather. It's nice. But if it's not, it's not the meaning of Christmas. Let us abandon it as Christians. In fact, we should celebrate Christmas every day. Hindi ba? So if you are like that, Christmas is for you. First, let me talk to these people. For the defeated, Christmas is for you. The sovereign, all-powerful God has overturned, reversed all the defeat caused by sin and brought life, liberty, and victory through His Son, Jesus. So if you are this person, if you are feeling defeated, kung yung feeling mo, talong-talo ka sa buhay, wala ka nang naipanalo sa buhay mo, lahat talo. 
Huwag naman kayong tumaya ng loto at sabihin yung lagi naman ako natatalo. Hindi yon. Kung pala, feeling mo, mga anak ko, yung kasalita, na ito hindi dapat na ginagamit na salita, feeling mo malas ka. Huwag kayong maniniwala sa malas, hindi kayo suswertihin. <laughs> yung iba hindi nakagets. Pakitaas ang antena. Walang malas. Kasi sovereign ng Diyos. Nakakita ng pusa, ba't ka, naku may pusang itim. I was on my way to the bank, I saw a black cat. Of all places, the black cat is in front of, of a bank, doon sa amin. Sabi ko, pusa ka lang. Ako may Diyos. So pupunta pa rin ako sa banko. I'm so sorry. Di ba ganyan tayo? Feeling mo defeated ka. Ang Pasko ay para sa'yo. Sapagkat ang Diyos na makapangyarihan sa lahat, He reversed, He overturned all the defeat caused by sin and brought life, liberty, and victory through His Son, Jesus. You know, let us imagine this. Let us try to imagine this. If you have not yet read the Bible, let's imagine na hindi pa kayo nakapagbasa ng Bible ever in your life and you don't know the Christian God. It's your first time to read the Bible. First time. Babasahin nyo siya as like a novel. If you will read that and you will turn the first few chapters of Genesis, there's a gripping story of a deity, God. And this God created the world. Pag binasa mo, kunwari hindi ka, well, imagine mo, nabasa mo na itong Diyos na ito ay nag-create ng isang mundo. At nag-create siya ng human beings. At hindi lang siya basta nag-create ng isang human being. He created these human beings in His own image and likeness. Wow! The story looks like very bright. And then, God, the God that you have read in the Bible, did not stop there. He continued. He even placed these human beings made in His image and likeness in the midst of paradise. In the midst of a garden. You can eat everything there, enjoy everything there, except one tree. The tree and the fruit, and you cannot eat the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. Of all, it's beautiful. But these two beings you created failed the marshmallow test. Alam yung marshmallow test? Sabi sa kanila, di ba? Enjoy everything. Huwag nyo lang kainin ito. They failed it. And then when you read the story, these two beings created by this God in His own image and likeness showed them love, lavished them with all the gifts that they could ever imagine, betrayed that God. And you will say, perhaps, if you're not a Christian, if you're first time to read the Christian Bible, you would probably say, oh wow, first line, not, I'm not yet even done. It's already a tragedy. These human beings betrayed their Creator. Ang lungkot naman. It appears to us now that God in the Bible has been defeated by His own creatures. He was betrayed by His own people. What a tragedy. And so you read from Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, the Lord God already solved that problem. There's already a prophecy there. 
We read from Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. Ye shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. This is a symbolic of the coming Messiah. That while death entered into human race because of the disobedience of one man and the first couple, God will redeem the world. So yung akala mong defeat, hindi pala defeat. Alam nyo, ang Diyos natin ay Diyos ng huling halakhak. Huwag yung sabihin talo kayo. Walang talong kristyano. You know why? Because your God is sovereign. In the end, you will all be victorious. In fact, you will judge the angels. So all of you here are sons and daughters of a king. So sino ang talo? Walang talo. Sa mundong ito, probably yes. We've missed a lot of opportunities in our lives. There are a lot of things that we may not be able to do in this life. But in the end, that is not our future. That is not our ultimate reality. Your ultimate reality is you will be with God. And that is for people like you who are defeated. In fact, the devil thought as well that he defeated when Jesus died on the cross. We read from John chapter 19, verse 30, when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, it is finished, and he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. We see here another, and when you're reading the Bible, assuming, let's go back to what I'm saying, you are that person who's reading the Bible for the first time, you don't know the Christian God, and you went this far in, in John. You have seen how this God saved His people, loved His people, but continuously betrayed this God. And finally, God will remedy the sins of His people, sent His only Son. In fact, reading again, this man named Jesus was sent by God and He claims to be the Son of God. He loved His own people. He fed them. He healed them. But the very people he came for betrayed him again. And you will say, wow. Betrayed him again. Defeated again. So if you think God could not relate to you, you're wrong. He can. He does. But you know, the story didn't finish there. And what a tragedy. What a tragedy. You know, this man who loved them, fed them, healed them, was crucified, was mocked to death, and was given a death befitting a criminal, a thug, and a lawless person. Itong taong nagpagaling sa kanila, siya pang pinako sa cross. And if you, you know already that the cross is a death befitting a criminal. And when you are that person reading that story, you will say, Oh, this is a tragedy again. But the seeming defeat of the Son of God, the healer, the promised king, we all know, turned into victory when he rose from the dead. And not only that, when he rose from the dead, he empowered those who believed in him to have eternal life. And he also commissioned them. If you are a believer in Christ, commission these people to tell them the story of victory in Jesus.
So if you are defeated, tell them the story of the gospel. Because Christmas is for you who are defeated. If you feel you are defeated, Christmas is for you. Marami ba kayong naipatalo sa buhay ninyo? Hindi yung sabong, ha? Hindi yon. Ipatalo nyo yon. Mga anak nyo, alam ko may hugot na naman tayo dito. Mga anak nyo, pinaaral ninyo. Kakakuskos dito. Tapos hindi naman nag-aral. Iba ang inaral. ML, Mobile Legends ang inaral. You're not yet defeated. God is not yet done with you. And God is not yet done with your children. Habang buhay, ang anak nyo may pag-asa kahit na 53 years old na siya or 60 years old. Kahit kayo. God is not yet done with your life. If you think you're defeated, Christmas is for you. And for the second kind of people, for the joyless, eto marami-rami ito. Mga walang ligaya sa buhay. Christmas is for you. Why? Because Jesus Himself promised you joy. I've spoken about this. And when we look at the narrative of the Christmas story, Luke chapter 2, verse 10 to 11, ang sabi ng anghel and the angel said to them, Fear not, wag kayong matakot. For behold, I bring you good news of small joy, little joy. What did the Bible say? Great joy. I bring you good news of rigid that will be for some people, for all people. Great joy that will be for all people. The coming of Christ brings joy. The angel testified on this. It's good news because this coming is not just for the people who are joyful already, for those who are rich, although kung rich kayo, Christ still came for you. I remember, if you know Dr. Eli Javier, meron siyang isang sermon, sabi niya, um, ayoko kay Erap. Alam niyo ang slogan ni Erap, di ba? Erap, para sa mahirap. Sabi niya, ayoko kay Erap. Bakit? Kasi hindi naman ako mahirap eh. So hindi siya para sa akin. Pero si Jesus, mayaman ka, mahirap ka, may boyfriend o wala, may love life o wala, may ngipin o wala, may pambayad man o wala, kung meron ka mang kaligayahan sa buhay o wala, si Jesus ay para sa'yo. Christmas is for you. So wag na kayo maglungkot-lungkutan mga kapatid. Masanay na kayo. Dapat sanay na kayo. Of course, that's a joke. What I'm saying is, is you should be happy because, you know, Christ, Christmas is for you. Namatay si Jesus para sa inyo. This is a good news for all people. Sabi, para lang to sa may mga love life, para lang to sa mga nakapag-aral, para lang to sa may mga pera, may may pera. Hindi, for all people, wherever you are, whoever you are, Christmas is for you. The coming of a king and the birth of this king isn't just a birth of a political liberator or a spiritual leader. He is the prophet the king and the priest that we all longing for. And in John chapter 16, verse 22, he said this, So also you have sorrow now. Meron ba sorrow now? But I will see you again, sabi ng Panginoon, and your hearts will rejoice, 
and no one will take your joy from you. Why? Because the greatest longing that, that we have, the deepest desire that we have, can only be quenched and can only be satisfied, not by your spouses, not by your children, not by money, not by anything else in the world, but Christ alone. And I hope that He will be your greatest satisfaction. And if you have that, Christmas is for you. Because that's what, that is what Christmas is all about. Hindi about giving gifts, although it's a good tradition, that's what I'm saying. It's not about having a festive mood, although that is still good. Christmas is for people who wanted God. For those people whose greatest longing, greatest need is God. If you're longing for Jesus, if you're longing for God, Christmas is for you. Because this is what Jesus promised. He actually read this in the synagogue. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. So good news pala ito para sa akin kasi ako ay isang poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Jesus was reading this in the synagogue. He is to proclaim good news to the poor. He will proclaim liberty, set freedom to the captives. If you are a captive of sin, if you are a, a slave to sin, this is good news for you. Christmas is for you. The coming of the Messiah is for you. He will heal those blind and they will see. He will rescue those who are oppressed. So if you are poor in spirit and in physical, in money, if you are a captive to sin or for whatever it is, if you are blind, needing restoration from God, if you are oppressed in whatever way, Christmas is for you. And so much more. Jesus came. And that should cost you joy. And that is why Christmas is for the joyless people. And finally, Christmas is for the faithless. Because for people like us, God shall change your hearts towards Him because He is inviting you to come to Him. You know, this is the paradox of the Scripture. I'm, I'm going back to my illustration about you reading and assuming that you don't know God of the Bible, you don't know the God of the, Christ, of, of the Christians, and you are reading the verses in the Scriptures. If you would go and read a chapter in Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26, and you will probably be exhausted by the people of God. You will say, Ang titigas ng ulo ng mga taong ito. Ang simple lang nung hinihiling sa kanya ng Panginoon, mahalin siya. They couldn't do it. But right at this chapter, when you're reading it, Jesus, God, promised this. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. So Jesus is the remedy. God already remedied that problem of faithless heart, of that 
heart of stone. These people who betrayed him rebelled against him. He loved them with an everlasting love and promised this. He will change them. He will change their obstinate, hard, difficult, cold-stoned heart into a heart of flesh. Alam niyo mga kapatid, if you are struggling with sin, if you are struggling with something, parang isip niyo, magbabago pa ba ako? O isip niyo, magbabago pa kaya yung anak ko? Magbabago pa ba yung asawa ko? Will these people change? You know, the answer is the gospel. The answer is Christmas. Because God promised that in us, as we believe in Him, as we will put our faith and trust in Him, He will replace our heart of stone and replace it with the heart of flesh. Sabi ko nga, pagbabalikan natin yung ating conversion story, hindi ba lahat tayo ay mayroong pusong bato? Lahat kayo dito makaka-attest na kayong lahat ay binago ng Diyos. Who would have imagined that you will be here? Who would have imagined that I will be here? All of us have been changed by God. And we cannot boast. If God allowed us in our sin, if God just allowed us in our sin, we won't be here. We will be living a life of sin. We will be living a life of a crime. But God did not allow us there. God rescued us, changed our hearts from a heart of stone to a heart of flesh. And you will perhaps testify, alam nyo yung buhay ko dating ganito, but for some reason, sa piyaya at habag ng Panginoon, you realized that you have changed. Your thoughts have changed. Your perspective on life has changed. I know of a person, alam nyo, hindi siya naniniwala sa kasal. Matagal silang nag-live-in nung kanyang uh, uh, yung kaibigan ko. Pero nung siya ay nakakilala sa Panginoon, pinakasalan niya yung kanyang kalivin at ang sabi niya, my perspective on marriage has changed. Why? Because of this truth. We are the bride of Christ. And marriage, sabi niya, is a reflection of God's love to us. Dahil doon na bago siya. There is indeed a repentance. Yung sinasabi ko nga lagi na metanoia. Nagkaroon ng pagbabago ng isip. At lahat kayo na naririto ngayon, at kayong mga kaibigan namin sa Facebook, alam ko, you can testify on that. Dati hindi gano'n ang pananaw nyo eh. Dati okay lang sa inyo yun eh. Dati okay lang uminom ng alak. Dati okay lang mambabae, manlalaki. Dati okay lang ang magkasala. Pero ngayon, dati noon, kating-kati kayo na hindi kayo nakakapunta sa mga vision nyo. You really wanted to go to your vices. You're itchy to go to your vices. Now, you're still itchy when you're there because you're no longer comfortable with your sins. Am I right? Congratulations. You've been changed by God. Why? Because the Holy Spirit will speak to your hearts and prove that you are children of God. You're not supposed to be there. Bakit ka nandito sa inuman? I remember a story of three elders who went to a beer garden. Sabi ng tatlong elders, bro, at brother pa talaga, ang tawag nila sa isa bro, if we will go there, perhaps someone will see us. And so the other elder said, um, don't worry. We will tell them, we will be there to share the gospel. And so, little that they know, there are also three young people who wanted also to go to that same beer garden. And so the young man said, 
what shall we do if someone sees us here? At ang sabi ng isang matalinong kabataan, wag kang mag-alala. Pag may nakakita sa atin, sasabihin natin, why are you here? We're here to share the gospel. And so right at that very moment, pagpasok nila, of course, mas may pera yung may elder, di ba? Ng elder ng church, siyempre nagkatrabaho na sila. They were there early. Nakita sila, of course, they were already there. Nagkatinginan na sila, they cannot back out anymore. At ang sabi nila, nung tatlong bata, Oh! Pastor, blah, blah, elder, blah, blah, bakit po kayo naririto? Tanong nung tatlong kabataan. At ang sabi nung tatlong elder, with the same reasons that you are here. Tanong, totoo ba yon? Hindi. Pero bilang Kristiyano, dapat ba nandun sila? Hindi. Dati noon, kating-kati kayo na hindi kayo nakakasala. Ngayon, kating-kati kayo pag nakakasala kayo. That is a proof that Christ is working in your life. That the Holy Spirit is working in your life. God is changing your heart of stone to a heart of flesh. And this is the invitation of God. In Jeremiah 3 verse 22, Return, O faithless children, I will heal your faithlessness beautiful. And then we will answer, here we come to you, for you are the Lord, our God. The invitation of God to those people who are faithless people, cold-hearted, hard-headed people, to the faithless, he said this. This is the invitation. Return. Not just to them, but to all of us. The invitation to return to all people and to all persons who have messed up with their lives. You have messed up greatly with your life. This is the invitation of God. Return, O faithless children. This is an invitation to you who have been imprisoned by sin. An invitation to have nothing in life. An invitation to those who have hurt someone. Who had killed someone. Who lied and cheated someone. If you have been an unfaithful spouse, an unfaithful child, this is your invitation. Return. To those people who have disobeyed their parents, this is your invitation. Return. To those of you who might have abused someone, the invitation is to return. To those all of you who are struggling with sin, struggling with mental health issues, depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, If you have been sexually abused, neglected, and taken advantage of, this is the invitation for you. Return. Those who are grappling with loneliness due to the loss of loved one this year, to the lonely childless couple, to the spouses whose marriage is the verge of breaking, to those of you who are sick, to those of you whose future is unknown, to those who are migrating or emigrating, to those who are returning for good, to those who have just come here in this church or who came here to Singapore for the first time. I want you this Christmas to say that Christmas is for you, for those people that I have mentioned. And I want you to go back to this verse as I will show this again on the screen. Jeremiah 3.22 Return, O 
and then name your sin. Name your situation. Name, return to me, oh abusive father. Return to me, oh disobedient child. Return to me, oh me, who is a person grappling with sin. Return, oh you who have hurt someone. Return to me, you who is unfaithful. Return to me, you who is suffering from a mental health issue. Return to me, oh all of you children. I will heal your, and then name it, and then say this to God. Here we come to you, for you are the Lord our God. If you are those people, Christmas is for you. And this is the invitation of God. And for those of you who are listening right here at this very moment, you are there. You said, I am like that. I am a sinful person. I can relate to the people that I've read in the Bible. I have betrayed my God. I'm living a life of sin. I don't know where to go. I'm missing someone. I'm grappling with this. Christmas is for you. The gospel is for you. Jesus died for you. And so this is the invitation. Return to him. He's asking you to surrender your life to him. Give it up. Isuko nyo sa Panginoon. And he is saying, give it up. Give it to me. And so, if you have not placed your faith in Jesus Christ and you can somehow relate to these people that I've just mentioned, I want to invite you today, my dear friends, to come to the Lord, surrender your life to Him, and say, Lord, I am like these people, faithless, joyless, defeated. I have sinned greatly against you and I listened to your word. I needed you. You are my Messiah. You are my Lord. And now I believe in what you have done on the cross for my sins. I believe that you are for me, that you love me with an everlasting love. And so if you are like that, if you are that person, I invite you to come today to surrender your life to him. I will pray and have this prayer as your prayer. And let us come to the Lord in prayer. If you want to place your faith and surrender your life to God, I'm inviting you. In Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 22, return, O faithless child, and I will here heal your faithlessness. I will heal your joylessness. I will heal your being defeated. I will heal your sins. And I will love you with an everlasting love. And so if you are that person, surrender your life to God. Accept Him and accept His invitation of salvation of His love. And so let us pray. Father, I come to you today. I can very much relate that I am faithless, joyless, and defeated. Lord, I admit that I'm a sinner. I have messed up greatly with my life. I have been imprisoned of my sin. I have nothing in life anymore, O oh Lord. I have hurt someone. I have killed someone. I lied. I cheated. I've become unfaithful to my spouse and to my children. I disobeyed my parents. And I abused someone. Lord, being faithless that I am, I'm struggling with issues of depression, of anxiety, of societal thoughts, of 
healing from sexual abuse. I was neglected and taken advantage of. I'm grappling with loneliness. I'm grappling with a disease. All because of sin. And so, Father, today I pray. I know that you love me. You love me with an everlasting love, an unfathomable love, that you died on the cross for my sins and you proclaim liberty to my soul. You proclaim that you will set me free from all the bondage of sin that I am now with and now that I am in. I am oppressed by my own selfishness and you will proclaim that I have now freedom in you. And so, Father, today I believe in what you have done. I believe, Lord God, that you rose again from the dead to give me victory, to give me hope. And so today I pray, Father, O Lord, O Jesus, opening my heart to you, accepting you in my heart as my Lord and Savior, surrendering my life to you, putting my faith in you alone, O Lord. Change my heart of stone and change it to a heart of flesh, obeying you, sensitive to your call, sensitive to your need, and to other people. And Father, today I pray that with your assurance, with your liberty, indeed, I am free. I am free. And that indeed, Lord, for me, who is faithless, joyless, and defeated, Christmas is for me because you came to the world, particularly for people like me. And so, Father, today, thank you for the gift of salvation, for the gift of life, for the gift of love. In Jesus' name, amen. Let us continue praying. Father, today, we thank you for this wonderful time that we are together for the gift of Christmas. Lord, I pray for those people who pray this prayer of surrendering their lives to you, O God. I pray that you will touch their hearts. I pray, Father, that you will lead them to all righteousness. And Lord, assure them of your forgiveness. Assure them of your peace. Assure them of your love. Father, as they have repented, Lord, we know that you will lead them to a life that you have prepared for them, a life free from sin, a life that is indeed faithful, joyful, and triumphant. And indeed, Lord God, the traditional hymn will have now a new meaning to us. Indeed, Lord God, we could now come as faithful, joyful, and triumphant, coming to you, to Bethlehem, to worship you, to adore you. And Lord, the invitation to us who are faithless, joyless, and defeated indeed will turn into an invitation to all of us. Faithful, joyful, triumphant. And for those people, Lord God, whom we have mentioned today, 
Lord, be with them. And in their situations, be their Emmanuel. Remind them, Lord, that you are with them. Remind them, Lord God, as we end this year, as we have just celebrated Christmas, remind them this, Lord, that you are with them. You have been with us in 2021. There's no doubt you will be with us still in 2022 and the days to come. No amount of virus, no amount of pandemic, no amount of nuclear explosion, no amount of another pandemic, another uh, economic downturn, no amount of anything and everything can ever separate us from your love. Our future is secure in you. And we should just have faith in that, O oh Lord God, because you are inviting us all faithless, joyless, and defeated to find faith, to find joy, to find hope, and to find security and victory only in you. And in you, Lord, that victory is secured. And so, Father, today, Lord, remind and encourage your people today that whatever they're going through, whatever it is for, for them in 2022, you will have them in accordance to your will. And so, Father, today, as we end, this Sunday, last Sunday of 2021, Father, remind us, encourage us, and fill our hearts with this invitation, faithful, joyful, and triumphant. We ask of this in the name of our Lord, our Savior, our Redeemer, we pray. Amen. Amen. Let us all stand to receive the benediction. May the love of God that fill your hearts with great joy, rejoicing in your salvation through the redeeming power of our Lord Jesus Christ, His only begotten Son. And may the Spirit empower us with His coming, fellowship, and leading. May you receive God's blessing, love, and power to live your life proclaiming His message, His gospel of peace, of love, and joy. In the name of our one true God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And the people of God will respond in their hearts. Amen. Amen. And amen. Our dear brothers and sisters, if any one of you who have joined us and have prayed that prayer of surrendering to God, may we invite you to contact us and we want to journey with you in your faith in Jesus Christ. So today, have a blessed Christmas and a happy new year. We'll see you again next Sunday and God bless you all. God bless you po all mga kapatid. Salamat po.